Well, hello everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, I don't normally do this at the beginning of a daily devotional, but today I need to. I would like to ask you if you would financially support us. And I know I ask that on a frequent basis. The scriptures tell us that we should. We should put our needs before the body of Christ. And so I'm obedient to what the scriptures tell us to do. In particular right now, with the economy the way it is in so many countries around the world, with the war in Ukraine, with uh, still the world recovering from COVID, our ministry has taken a major hit. And we are finding it difficult, very difficult, to do some of the things that we're able to do and to keep some of the staff that we're able to keep and which will adversely affect us if things were to change. Can I ask if you would give serious thought to financially supporting us with an extra gift at this time to do more than may, you may normally do? And I feel awkward asking, but it is a necessary time to do. To our Faith Builder partners, the people who give on a regular basis, to be honest with you, you are the ones that we rely on so much because we couldn't do this without you. And for you, I'm tremendously grateful. To all our Faith Builder partners, the people who give regularly, thank you as well. So I ask for your help and I pray that you would hear the spirit of which I ask it in. And uh, I think today's message is very much around that. There was a very large ministry who recently asked people on their staff, when they get to heaven, what's the question that they would ask God in their life? And to their surprise, the staff of this ministry came back with this question, with this answer. Have we done enough? Have we done enough to make God happy, to do what we had to do? As I've traveled around, I've met so many people in places after place after place who say to me frequently, um, I'm not sure what I can contribute. I'm not sure what I can give. I'm not sure that what I, what I am, who I am, is enough. And, and yet when I've talked to people, the generosity, the, the kindness, the spirit of the person, I've been amazed by many of them. And as I've heard some Catholic priests say, they see here am I standing on the altar, um, you know, leading the congregation in worship. And I look out and I see holier men and women than me. And to be honest with you, when I travel, I meet so many people who are far ahead of me in the spiritual journey. And yet there's a sense among many people that it's not enough, that have they done enough? Well, let's have a look at Luke chapter 9, verse 46. An argument, among, um, an argument arose among them as to which one of them was the greatest. But Jesus, aware of their inner thoughts, took a little child and put it by his side. And he said to them, whoever welcomes this child in my name welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. For the least among all of you is the greatest. The scriptures are so contrary. They're so back the front to the way the world is. The world tells us that having power, position, that these things are important. And yet, interestingly, as I travel, people who are powerful have many things, are wealthy, um, uh, who, who are in significant positions, take me privately and quietly aside and whisper in my ear, men and women who have this great sense of, it's all hollow, Bruce, some of them have said. It, it, it doesn't add up to make you happy. 
And yet I know that some people who don't have those things aspire to those things because that's what the world says. And yet Jesus comes along and he said, it's not about greatness. It's not about greatness. What it is, is about faithfulness. What it is, is about loving me, caring for me and being in a relationship with me. An argument arose among them as to which one of them was the greatest. Sounds like the world today, doesn't it? But Jesus, aware of the inner thoughts, took a little child, put, him in, put it by his side and said to him, whoever welcomes this child in my name welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. For the least among all of you is the greatest. There's an innocence in children that I often find in adults, but you really do see it in children. Rosemary told me a story that she shared in the Heart Women's Ministry of our seven-year-old grandson, Freddie. And Rosemary was with him the other day. He's seven. And he was reflecting to his younger sister, who's six, and his brother, who's four. And he has a younger sister, who's two as well. And he was saying to them, I remember when the youngest one was born, little Abigail, who's just two. He said, I remember that and how she came home from hospital. And then he declared to Rosemary and all around, he said, the olden days were so good, weren't they? Just the olden days. The kid is seven years old and he's talking about the olden days. Just this beautiful innocence within him. In some ways, that's what we're called to, isn't it? It is to be innocent before God. It isn't our things. It isn't our power. It is not our intellect. It's not the, the, the positions we have that make God happy with us. It's our heart declared and turned to him. In, in, at the very beginning of the Sermon of the Mount, in the Beatitudes, it says this. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And then it goes on and it says in verse 5, Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Jesus seems to take great credit in the small. Jesus seems to take great, uh, place great importance on the weak. Jesus doesn't reject those who are wealthy. He doesn't reject those who have little. He rejects pride. He rejects those things that tell us that we're something, when in reality, in relation to the kingdom of God, we are nothing. And so I want to say to you today, whoever you are, and there are many of you, know that God sees your heart and the least of us is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven, the scripture says, the least. It says, blessed are the, are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who don't feel strong. Blessed are those who, who feel weak or lost or isolated or alone. Blessed are those who are alone in a crowd. Blessed are those for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And blessed are the meek. The meek is not weakness. The meek is about strength, is, is strength under control, but it has a humility to it. My prayer for you is that you would encounter Jesus because this and living this way, recognizing that the greatest, uh, the greatest is the least in the kingdom of God and the least is the greatest is heaven's ways here and now. Well, I want to thank you for being with me. I want to say to those of you who are joining me in various places around the United States in the month of November, 
Uh, I want to thank you for coming to those places, to those who are helping make it all possible. Uh, I am so tremendously grateful to all of you who will help us because I'm asking in all sincerity for your help and your, your significant kindness. I'm grateful to you. Hey, let's pray and let's ask the Lord to be with us. Loving Father, we thank you today that you are with us. Lord God, I ask today that your presence would surround us, that you would give us strength and you would allow us to see the kingdom's way, that the least is the greatest, the small is the strongest, the one without is the one who will have an abundance in eternity. Thank you, Lord, that you're with us. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all, everybody. See you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you.